Hello and welcome back to Motherhood Interrupted. I am your host, Kimberly Levy. You guys, I'm back. All right, guys. Now, I know it's been a minute, but drum roll, please. I'm back to being a working mom. So guys, I'm here to talk to you about you. I want to talk to you about finding yourself again. And you guys know I only podcast about things that I feel super authentic and passionate about. And this is something that it just was on my heart, my heart today. And I thought of you all. And I really wanted to share some epiphanies and hopefully inspire some some of you guys to I don't know, I guess make a change, step into your power a little bit further and just not be afraid of your power. And so what's kind of really hit me over the last couple months is I genuinely, from the depths of my soul, believe that women are afraid, we are afraid of our own power. And I know that sounds a little bit woo-woo, but I mean this in a super real practical way. And I feel like society does traditionally teach us that women should be subservient or make ourselves small, not have as big of a voice, you know, all of those things were feminine, all that stuff. And look, I am no feminist. I'm definitely just, I don't know, I don't go on any one bandwagon or agenda. So forgive me if it sounds woo-woo or feminist or any of that stuff, but I just genuinely feel like the world is waiting for us to step into our full power. And I think that because it's my own experience that I've never felt more like myself than how I feel lately. And going back to work has been a huge change and it just feels so good. I feel so so much like, I feel like I'm back home, like I'm back to myself. And I've remembered to take care of myself, which I think when you're a stay-at-home mom, you're, as we all know, kind of any mom, I guess, you're kind of last on the totem pole. But it feels good to harness my power, to harness my power again, and to just own my skills, own my knowledge and not be afraid to share it and to use it, you know? And if anybody knows, like, I'm definitely not somebody that believes in like power tripping or any of that stuff. I think that using your knowledge and your skills does not make you a bitch. It doesn't make you domineering. It it's just the world needs you to be to step it to step into your full power and it just feels like i finally released all of my own self-limiting beliefs and i've really leaned into the fact that i am powerful i'm a woman i'm powerful it's okay to be a woman in a man's world 
It's okay to be smart. It's okay to be sexy. It's okay to be a CEO and a podcaster. It's okay to be a mom and a boss. And I'm not going to apologize for it. And I feel like the world tries to make you feel bad for being dynamic as a woman. And the reality is we are dynamic and we're different. We're allowed to be sexy and we're allowed to be professional. We're allowed to be athletic and we're allowed to be competitive and we're allowed to be nurturers and we're allowed to be homemakers. We're allowed to be organized at home and making our home cozy and beautiful for our families while still being all of those other things. And I think it sounds a little bit trite, so bear with me, but I was thinking, do I want to continue this podcast because I'm a CEO of a business and I don't want it to reflect poorly on me? But then I thought, are you kidding me? Like, I have nothing to apologize for. This is me. This is all of me. And it feels uncomfortable, especially because my last job taught me the opposite and trained me, no, you're not allowed to be all these things. You're supposed to be just one thing. And that's just not reality. And I show up as myself anywhere I go. And I really considered it. And I then I thought about Kim Kardashian. This is where I'm like, I'm so I'm gonna apologize if this is, you know, turning anybody off. But I did look at her for a second as I was thinking about this decision. And I'm like, you know what? This is a woman that is in her skims, in her underwear half the time, yet she's a mom of four. And she just started a private equity firm. And She's got all these businesses and why should she not have a podcast, not be a lawyer, not, you know, she has all these things she's doing and she does all of them and she doesn't apologize. And I do think people don't respect her largely due to obviously, you know, the way her career quote unquote started. But the reality is she is a dynamic businesswoman and she is incredibly successful And I just look at that and I'm like, you know what? I feel like gone are the days where women have to be put in a box. Like I said, we're allowed to be all these things. We're allowed to be feminine and masculine. We're allowed to be domineering and supportive. We're allowed to kind of play different roles at different times, depending on the situation and depending on the need of the situation. And I just, I think it's such an interesting case study to really sit back and like, allow myself to to really reflect back and say, okay, I can be a stay-at-home mom and tap into my most divine feminine energy and be a nurturer and be a wife and be a mother first. But I'm also allowed to put on my business suit and my lubes, honey, my Louboutins, honey, and go be a boss. And that's that is all of those things are true and authentic to me. So I'm saying this to you because I'm hoping that when you hear this, you start to give yourself permission to be the dynamic, fierce, badass, nurturing, loving, hot, sexy, mom, boss, wife, all these things that you are. And I think it feels really uncomfortable to lean into our full power. And I think the 
reason why so many women have low self-confidence is because they're making themselves small and they're waiting for society or someone to tell them that they're great or to give them permission to finally step into their into their true power and I'm giving you the permission now. Nobody's going to give it to you. That's the thing. So and I think that sometimes it can be threatening for women to step up in certain situations, but you know, if it bothers folks that you're stepping up in one way or another, that's really not your problem. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm really feeling great myself being back to work and I've done so many things to remember about myself. Like being a stay-at-home mom, now that I've been on both sides, being a stay-at-home mom truly is the most selfless of all jobs. It really genuinely is. You are truly in a support role and going back to work has allowed me to release myself from feelings of like, being stuck. I think if you're feeling stuck, like just physically, like you're in a rut or you don't deserve a gym membership or a personal trainer or to learn a new sport like tennis or golf or yoga or whatever the thing is. And like, you know that you're having this stuck energy. I think that it's time for you to take a real hard look at yourself and give yourself permission to do something for yourself. And so lately I've been really inspired by some of the men actually that I work with that are really great at taking care of themselves. And I have decided to work out more and that makes me feel more like myself than ever. By the way, I feel like totally out of shape disgusting like not at all like I'm not at all where I want to be but I don't even care because for me it's just the the it's just the energy of like okay we're in the energy of taking care of us now I just had a baby a year ago she's really good everything's kind of stable we've gotten used to adjusting to being a family of five now going from a family of four to a family of five and like I feel like we're kind of getting into the swing of things and like it's okay to find time for myself. And another thing that I did was last weekend I dragged my husband to go get a massage and it wasn't the Four Seasons. It was just down the street, like a really inexpensive place and just us, you know, 1030 in the morning going getting a massage and like just stuff like that, you know, just remembering about yourself as a woman, getting your nails done. And um, I just, I think that there's just, I think the biggest issue we have as women is like, we don't give ourselves permission to be as powerful as we truly are. And so we sit here making ourselves small when really we're not. So I hope that you draw some kind of inspiration from this. It was just something that I continuously see kind of every day when I look at the women around me. And I've been really working on pushing the women out there that I can see are really reaching to be more and to do more. And they don't have the support and just trying to lend that hand to encourage them, to tell them they're smart, they're worth it, you know, and just give that encouragement to the women around and um 
yeah, I just, it feels so good to be back to work, you guys. Um, there was, I'll, I'll kind of share this thing. So like, I don't want to sit here and say it's all roses and moonbeams and all that stuff. So one thing, and I shared this with a, a couple of my girlfriends, like a couple weeks back, maybe about three weeks into, or maybe four, like a month into my new job, my son Carter said to me one night, something's bothering me. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he was like crying. And I was like, what's going on? Like, son, is there something like, let's talk about whatever's on your mind. And he's like, well, I just want you to be a house mom again. And like, of course, that's every like stay at home mom gone back to work. Like our worst nightmare, right? Is like your child is going to feel abandoned. So that of course broke my heart. Um, I'm not proud of it. And he just was struggling. And so I basically said, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And thank you so much for being brave enough to share this. And, and he, the other thing he said was, I wish that I was an only child. And I said, what? And he goes, well, everything's about London, baby London and Charlotte. Now it used to be about me oh my gosh, that hit me like a ton of bricks. And the reason why these two things were so hard to swallow is because they were true. And I just said, thank you for telling me that. I agree. I haven't been giving you enough attention. And I said, it's really hard when you have a new baby to find the balance and you are so loved and I'm not doing a good job, I said, because it's hard to focus on everyone when really like a baby's crying or someone else needs me or whatever, and you're just kind of good. It's like, I have to run to who needs me the most. But I appreciate you telling me this because now I'm going to really focus on giving you a lot more attention and making sure that I don't miss any of your activities. And I said, I had a late week this last week and normally I don't have such late nights. So if I have late nights again, I'll let you know in advance. And so what I did was since then, I just made sure that I went to all of the karate, you know, when Carter's talking and there's the baby crying or whatever, I stop and I look at Carter and I make sure I give him full attention when he needs it. And, you know, it's, it's hard and it did make me kind of, it felt like a punch in the gut, to be honest. But also the fact that he told me that and was able to, one, verbalize it and two, trust me with his feelings was such an amazing win, I feel like, as a mom. And the fact that he isn't sitting there like stewing and suppressing it is so important. So that made me feel really good. But, you know, it was it was really hard and um, it just made me think through, okay, how can I continue working, but not at the expense of my kids. And it's like, just drawing that boundary is I think the most important thing because work can really take over your whole life and there could be no boundaries, but just setting those boundaries of my time with my family, I think is just the most important thing. And then of course, when I'm with my kids, just making sure that I'm not just paying attention to the baby or child that is crying or any of that stuff. But really making sure that even if it's just sitting down with Carter and like watching TV with him or getting him his favorite snack after school, whatever those little moments are, like it makes him feel special and loved. 
And so, yeah, so that's kind of how I'm going to proceed. But I'd love to hear if you guys have had any experiences like that or kind of what your thoughts are. I did ask a couple of my friends that have three and four kids. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of them I noticed they say that they'll, like, do special trips or special activities just, like, one-on-one with the child. So I haven't quite gone to that point yet, but it's something that, I think as I continue to get better hold on my schedule is something I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, it's a work in progress, you know, and I just wanted to share that that is something that I think that balance is always going to be tricky. Um, but I do feel like since that conversation about a, num- a month later, things have improved and he hasn't had any more of these issues. Um, the other thing I think is just asking your partner to step in and just saying to Brian, for example, you know, cause he's also very busy at his job and it's like, look, we're both working now. We, I cannot be the only one to come home and do activities with the kids, make them dinner. And like, you get to come home late every night. Like that's not fair to me or the kids. And so I think just that communication, like he totally respects that. And he's been great at mostly like on the weekends, just taking the kids to ice hockey or taking them to a movie and just really, really being present with them and spending a lot of time with them. And, you know, he's been watching Mandalorian with Carter. So that's been their little thing that they do. (coughs) Sorry. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where we're at and I just really missed you guys. So I'm glad to be back podcasting. If you guys have any other comments, questions, just DM me at Kimberly Lovey. You know, I am always calling and texting and chatting with you guys in my DMs and we have really, really, uh, we have a really great connection, all of us. And so many of you have asked me like, are you podcasting anymore? Yes, I am. And um, thank you for giving me the grace of time to kind of figure out what that looks like. Um, But yeah, stay tuned, baby. We are here. We are back. I also just want to say a little nod to some pop culture for a second. Um, Yeah, so I have not, as you can imagine, I've not been watching any TV for like, oh, I don't know, years. Um, But once this whole Vanderpump Rules drama started, I was like, wait, I haven't watched that show in like a decade. So somehow I've been able to like slowly catch up, which by the way, it's like so funny. I attempt to watch it. It's like I fall asleep after 15 minutes and it's like very mediocre. But anyway, I'm into it now. So tell me what you think about Raquel and Sandoval. And um, I will say if you haven't listened to Sandoval's interview with Howie Mandel, go listen to it because I thought what he said was really interesting. He talked about being in a long-term relationship with Ariana and feeling lonely and how he was feeling stuck and depressed and how he didn't do the right thing, but he did go to therapy, but then he, you know, in comes Raquel and you guys know the rest. But I just thought it was a really interesting kind of case study about someone being honest about feeling like they're stuck in their marriage they're feeling lonely that they were living separate lives and I don't know it was a very good listen in my opinion like I it was I I, obviously the guy was completely wrong you would never cheat on somebody like that etc it's like heartbreaking and like 
all the things, you know, it's terrible what poor Ariana now has to go through. But yeah, I would say if you haven't heard that interview, go check it out. Okay. And then the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was Meghan Markle not going to the coronation. OMG. So I don't know about you guys, but I have listened to 15 plus hours of Prince Harry's book on Audible. I watched their Netflix special. I listened to her podcast and it's interesting, I have to say. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I feel bad for Prince Harry more than anything. And I do feel like Megan definitely has an agenda, like I've said from the beginning. But I do also understand now more than ever why he desperately wants to be with her because he's always been second fiddle, basically. And he really, you know, losing his mom was such a big blow that he just never could feel satisfied in his family anymore. Like, just you know, not the strong connection from his brother, from his dad. And it's just like very interesting to hear like he didn't really have money, but like yet he was a prince and like had money, but doesn't have money. You know, it was like this whole, his book was really good to listen to. I have to say it was really, you know, he reads it. So it was kind of interesting listening to him. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about their careers? Like, are they going to be just officially canceled or what? I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you again for listening. Please, if you have not shared this pod, share this podcast with friends, family, if you want to come on because you're dying to chat and have a discussion. I've had a lot of people email me, um, kind of like pitching me to come on the podcast and they're not necessarily people I know. I don't know. I'm kind of lukewarm about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I kind of like to have my, my friends on and like interesting people I meet if I have people on, but sometimes I also don't really love listening to a podcast host and them like with other people. I kind of sometimes like the one-on-one better. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate the podcast five stars. And in case you did not realize, I don't get paid for this. This is truly a hobby where I'm here to do nothing more than connect with you and it feels like a great form of expression for me so that's really what it's about no hidden agenda um don't think I'm going to be a famous podcaster anytime soon but shockingly podcast has done really well not sure why or how but yeah I enjoy it guys so come on by send me a note um let's have a chat and I love you guys and thanks so much for listening all right that is it for today now as you know some of our best conversations actually happen after the show so I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show you can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories I will see you again same time same place next week